Welcome, wrestling fans. You know what time it is. This is the Heal the Ring podcast, the BX Force Jedi edition, with your NXT 2.0 report. Last night, May 10th, a wonderful card from Orlando, Florida, from where the Jedi Network studio is from. And let's get right to it. I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Wednesday night. And, of course, NXT kicked off, recapping the Bond Breaker, Joe Gracie feud. Um, and we're heading into the first match of the night. But before that, we get a little bit of a promo. We see what happened last week. And, you know, we that feud with Gracie and Bond Breaker is getting either spicier. And it's getting more and more amped up to see where that leads off. But we start the night, of course, with the first match, Toxic Attraction taking on Wendy Chu and Roxanne Perez. And a good tag team match, a back and forth battle for both ladies. Um, you saw toxic, toxic attraction in the ring. Roxanne Perez coming down by herself at first. And where is Wendy Chu? All of a sudden, Wendy Chu comes from the crowd and comes, hits both ladies with a flying crossbody on the tag team champions. And we get the match started. We get the good in-ring wrestling with both ladies you know like it got the crowd pumping it got the heat going with the crowd the crowd well let me tell you something orlando knows how to get down when it comes to nxt taping with with the crowd reaction with the chant with the pop phenomenal job everyone that goes out each and every to the performance center out here on ucf um in uh, full sale excuse me they all pack the house there they know how to get there they know how to get um the crowd going and, and what NXT likes. They appreciate the performers doing out there, going out there. And with the opening fight, you know, you begin with, with Gigi Dolan in the ring. Roxanne Perez tagged in early, came in into a near fall, but there were some isolations in the corner with Jackie Jane, came in with the tag, you know, back and forth battle. You saw some good moves. And then you see the interference of Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose interferes, you know, and also and blocks Perez from Cho coming in and getting the dive. Rose, and they took out Rose. Perez tried the Canadian Destroyer on Donlin, but Dane hit her with a super kick right before Donlin got the pin, pin off, and, and a full press. And, of course, your winners for the night, it was Toxic Attraction, um, defeating Wendy Chu and Roxanne Perez. And then at the end of the match, the extracurricular activities, both ladies triple team and take out Wendy Chu and leave her in a, in a really bad of a hurting. They... they Buried her. They they really got to her. Um, personally, I knew that in this kind of environment, non-pay-per-view or non-premium um, programming, I didn't think Toxic Attraction was going to drop their titles. Um, but it was a good program. I, I see what they're trying to build here. You know, they, the mystique, the lore of tra Toxic Attraction. It shows, you know, they're an elite tag level um, ladies. And these other ladies, they're trying to build something in, in a feud. And I like it. I like that staple with with with, with her, with Mandy Rose in the ringside. Um, we'll see, you know, how where that goes there with them. Uh, there's plenty. One thing I can say about NXT, there's plenty of ladies, a lot of lady competitors, and we'll get to that later in the, in the evening. Available to go with a lot of different storylines. So me personally, in that match, if I had to rate it and I had to give it, um, I would give it a B a B plus. It was a B plus match. It was very entertaining. Both ladies, no botch moves. Remember, these are those that 
attack and don't like NXT or say they're not a fan of NXT, you got to remember, this is development stage. These are performers that are not that much, many years in the in the business. They're learning their ropes. They're getting their bumps. While I'm being on national televised, my, in, front of, in front of a live audience as well, you know, that, that crowd in Orlando is very ruckus. It's very live. It's very... It's, it's really, one thing is it's really close to the arena. It's right on top of the ring and it's really um, intimate. And these people are learning and, and doing a great job. Both men and women performers, I think they do a phenomenal job week in, week now. Not to everyone's cup of coffee. Uh, and like I said, everyone, oh, that's not that, that's not that, you know, you know what? When you watch NXT, you have to have, to have an open mind. You have to put yourself in their shoes and identify yourself. Identify like if it was yourself. Um, entering the world of, uh, of sports entertainment and wrestling, and people are going to see you for the very first time. Like, for instance, maybe someone's going to watch this video for the very first time on my performance of talking about wrestling. And you have to have that open mind. You go, oh, I don't like what he's saying. He does, he's a ham and egger. He doesn't know what he's saying. Or ah, he botched, you know, he didn't even know, you know, hey, I'm going to make the mistakes of not knowing these wrestlers' names also. They're new to me, like I'm going to be new to you, to the new audience that's going to know about NXT wrestling. So, you got to have an open mind and listen, if you want fine tune, you want per perfect perfection wrestling, then expect, I, I, I advise you to go watch WWE Raw. You know, that's the top of the notch, um, best of the best. And, you know, but NXT, you got to have an open mind. They're developing, they're trying to get to the Raw, the main rosters. And it's, you know, sometimes the storyline are not crisp. Sometimes you scratch your head, but it's an entertaining facet. You enjoy yourself on the growth of, of NXT, of these performers that are out there, you know, hey, some of these folks are, 20, you know, they had a 19-year-old, and I'll get to her in a minute, the 19-year-old competitor, all the way, you know, to the veterans and it's on Natalia, the Viking Raiders, and so forth, and they're all there, and they're all teaching the rope and entertaining us for at least the next two hours of our lives, you know, with the stress and the everyday minutia of our lives, to go and watch them perform and entertain us and that's what they're doing with nxt 2.0 so we need to have that open mind we can't have can't be closed minded and say oh that, that sucked that was terrible no they're there there's something they're building to something so with that said i digress i just wanted to get that off my chest with nxt those that i that poo poo it or say oh that's not a good entertaining you, like i said you gotta you got it's a venom you gotta start from somewhere you gotta crawl before you walk um so we had a backstage promo cut we saw the Creed brothers. They weren't happy with, with Roddick Strong. Of course, the Diamond Club, um, Diamond Mine. And they were talking about how they want a rematch. They didn't win fair and square. They want to fight the Viking Raiders, who were, I didn't know they were undefeated in NXT. Or, you know, they never they never lost. And when I started looking, they've actually vacated their titles. They never got pinned. They never lost. So they're undefeated. And the Creed brothers want to take another shot at them. And they don't want no interference. It looks like there's a kind of be going to be a split here with Diamond Mine. Um, I don't know if, if remember um, Roddick was strong, wanted a, a release from the WWE because he wants to go with, with the elite club in AEW. So forth. those are the rumors behind stage and, and backstage. But you're starting to see, you know, a little bit of, of the surgeon. And right now, you know what? They're really missing Bivens. They're really mixing Michael Vin, you know, and... and they're really missing Bivens. They, I know they got released, but he was kind of like the straw, the manager, the, the, the mouthpiece for all of them and moved the storyline, and they're kind of missing it. But 
you got a little time to manifest and, and unfold. It looks like a hill split. And then you see the newest member, you know, uh, Damien Kemp bought in, not to the liking of the Creed brothers. They're like, well, you know, we want in information, input on any new members to the group. So it looks they're, they're pushing and they're pushing their narrative. They're trying to they're push the storyline of a, of a breakup, uh, of a division here with these two. You know, might be attacking the Creed brothers, you know, and now that, that, that uh, you know, now that um, Damian Kemp is there, that, you know, we'll see if, if Roddick Strong teams up with him and go against him. But right now, I think, you know, the Creed brothers are just getting there. They're almost over um, as a as a in-ring performing group. I think they're they're they need a little more. I think they need a couple more months in NXT. But I can see by Survivor Series, they're making a jump over to the main roster, um, getting called up, getting the opportunities. Because remember, the, the tag team division is running a little thin. And WWE in the main roster, but I like the way they're developing the Kree brothers. They got something, they got something, but you could tell that they're not quite ready to on that next gear. They they you look like there's potential in the Creed brothers, the way they they in-ring performers, but there's something behind their charisma with the microphone, cutting promos. Um, they're just missing that. And maybe they, you know, if they get that working in there, maybe now with this um program that it's gonna run now, with with you know. The, the separation of the diamond mind, maybe they'll get to learn how to be better promo cutters and get ready to go to the up to the great to the big roster. You know, either SmackDown or or Monday Night Raw. We shall see. I like that. I can't wait to see that rematch with the Viking Raiders. Let's see if they get a clean pin or they or hopefully not. They, they're you know strong doesn't doesn't cause them to lose their fight. The match between them and interference and. We'll see a total break up there and, and Viking Raiders continue being undefeated. But we shall see. That's for later down the road. We shall see there. And then we saw Joe Gracie come back out. Um, he came out with two two hooded figures, um, talking to Bron to Braun Breaker, you know, and, and having to face the next chapter of his journey, talking about the changes and expansion right before uh Breaker to join his journey. So he's giving him an alternatum and he wants to know next week. And if friend, you know, if he doesn't join and anyone that's not in their way, they're gonna get squashed. So, I don't know. I, I like the feud. I like Braun Breaker. You know, I'm looking at this feud here with Joe Gracie. And I'm saying to myself, this looks so much Bray Wyatt. And I understand, you know, Bray Wyatt got over. Bray Wyatt was, you know, when he first came out, you know, with, with, with the Fireflies and, and the way his character came out, you know. The Wyatt family started expanding. It kind of looks like they, they're ripping a little bit of that gimmick there. Um, Joe Gracie, you hear the you hear the crowd telling him to shut up and, and being a little bit rude, in my opinion. But I think I think it's going to run its course here. You know, with Braun Breaker, I think one more fight, one more match between these two guys, and call it. You know, you know, enough with the feud. I don't know where they go with with him with Joe Gracie from here. Um, I was thinking, does he make a good? Is he ready to get on the main roster and be possibly be part of Judgment Day with with Edge? I don't know. Um, do we do? He kind of, I don't know. He kind of gives me a lot of Bray Wyatt vibes. You know, maybe the, the way the gimmick is going and 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 the hooded characters in underneath that velvet robe. I wouldn't be surprised this week if someone local talent, I believe, in my opinion. I think eventually when they're going to um, beat up on Ron Breaker, it might be Ziggler and, and Rude. We haven't seen them in a while. 
on, on NXT for a while. They're hiding. Well, maybe they're one of those. Or it'll be great on um, um, when instead of the um, the day of the alternator when he's calling Braun Breaker out, he Braun Breaker is one of those minions hiding under the hood, and he just reveals himself and, and starts beating up on. And that's another way to spice things up, spice the the the, the feud up a little bit there. We shall see there. Me personally, um, I don't know. I, I, their matches are okay. They're nothing to pop out and say, man, they have some, you know what? The feud was worth it with all, you know, I understand they're learning how to cut promos and I understand they're cutting their teeth. And I, and I think also it's good for both of these fighters to learn how to be on a long feud, but they got to learn how to, as audience, give us something different than you, you know, we, and, and I'm going to, you know, and, and of course you don't, comp- when you compare it to the big roster, I'm, let's look at Rollins and Cody. Their first fight in WrestleMania was really good. Then they just fought this weekend, and they took when you actually thought that match had its own gumbo. Then you went to the second match; it had something newer, fresher, and it's like it took the match to another level. Like, whoa, we saw it. Now we're gonna see a third fight with them. I'm expecting even greater things in the Hell in a Cell, possibly. You know, and this is what these guys got to kind of learn. And I understand they're rookies; they're 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 young into the business, and they'll learn with that. They got good mentors. You know, they got good guys backstage. Now. They have to learn if they when they start getting into that into that next level feud, what can we do different? And we need to be ahead of the curve. Wow, you know, in our feud, okay, this week was this, but now this week, whoa, okay. But you know what? We took our match to another level, degree level of excellence. And I think if you know once I think uh Brad Breaker gets that, he's gonna he's starting to get closer and closer to be on the main roster. Because I personally I think Braun Breaker We'll be wrestling, wrestling some sort in the near future, in the main roster, even even WrestleMania. That's how much I see a lot of star potential, and everyone does out as well. As for Gracie, um, he's 50-50 right now. You know, I could see where he could be a, a a mega heel going up to the next level, and he could and wow, you know what? He's got there. Sometimes he shows that he's got the it factor, and then sometimes it's like. You know, okay, you're a little dull, you know. So I think he's going to, with time, with time, I think he'll learn how to balance that. And I personally think he'll get it. I think he'll get it. I think he'll click. You know, he's got some good mentors, you know, backstage. And, and you know who will be, you know, if uh, Brad Bray Wyatt isn't wrestling and really like the reports say he's done with wrestling, maybe a mentor, you know, um, you know, in capacity to this young kid and help him, you know, bring that and get that major heel and make that, you know, character take it to another level, something different from the fiend or Bray Wyatt. You know, with, you know, with Sister Abigail and 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 all that. Um, I, I personally think, you know, I think this kid got potential. Though Gracie's got potential. He's got a, a look. You know, personally, you know, a, another storyline. I was looking at him and I saw you see the pictures on the internet. I was like, man, couldn't they just said that was Kevin Owens' younger brother? You know, part of that Ezekiel Elias um, um, back and forth. Um, comedy is in it, you know, it's, it's a real good, it's captivating as well. But you could have used that there, though. But I think he's not ready to be in the prime time spot, in my opinion. I think he's still, you know, some of these guys can, some of these young men and ladies, they still need a little seasoning. And, and I think Joe Gracie, I kind of like him. I think he's got, I think he's got potential here. Although, you know, he's, you know, there's some times where you say, ooh, but I think it's, I think he's there. I think, it, you know, we could see him. And, and of course, Ron Breaker, what can you say about it? We'll see next week. We'll see how they go with that storyline. You know, they kind of change a little bit about their storyline, but we'll see. We shall see how they go with that there. And then we, we saw backstage, we saw uh, uh, 
a promo. You know, Yasurei came up with Chase U in the backstage, and she was talking all over Japanese and you know about, and she wanted to be part of the mix a mixed tag match with, against Grayson Waller, Tiffany Stratton. And Andre Chase didn't understand her, and Buddy Howard said, "Yeah, I could translate for you. We we have a uh, a Japanese course in in, in the Chase U University. I thought I thought that was funny. You know, remember they're learning how to do promos in the back. I thought that was a good one. It was funny. It got to the point. Um, and right now, Chase U is kind of getting over. With you know, you see they have their own um, Chase U section in the in the in the arena with the fans, and and that's what you want." You want that's what part of develop developmental part of, of of NXT. You want to see those things. You want to see that kind of um, staple um, crowd. And you see, you know, I, I don't know, I know, I I have to go one of these days. I'm, I'm in Orlando, so I'm gonna visit NXT one of these days. I want to find out is that March or really people are wearing the Chase you, you know, shirts and, and or you know, it looks like a mixture, a little bit of both. But all in all, they cut a good promo. They cut a good. And they got the crowd, and they got they got their own staple out in the in in the arena. That's what you want. That's what you want to see. See, these are the good things. You got to see the good as well as the bad. Because tr- trust me, everyone gets is so negative about NXT. But you got to see the good things about it. You know what you look for, and, and what's the purpose of NXT? And we see that there with with, with Chase U. All right. So then we started the women's tournament. We you know we have the women's breakout tournament. What I liked about it, they brought all the competitors out, um, similar to um, Bellator MMA with the Grand Prix. They bring all the competitors out. They show them, you know, exp- you know, some of these they were going a little bit of um, showing them a little bit about their backgrounds. You had the commentators talking about, you know, where they're from, where, where they're, you know, and their age and what part of the country they're from, which is nice. You see all the different ladies competitors. Um, it's gonna be, it's, you know, and we had the first, we had the first match. You had the first two ladies in the ring, ready to go, and you have Fillion Hain versus Slane Jacob. Um, that was the first round of the NXT, and Sloane Jacobs, she's 19 years old. So wow, you have a 19 year old young lady, not only um in the ring, professional wrestling fighting, you know, uh, Fillion Hain. I think she's 27 years old. Um, what I liked about it is. She's on TV. She's on a major network, a 19 in a competitive ring. Now, the match itself, you could tell that Sloan Jacobs needs more time, needs more seasoning, more needs more ring experience. Um, a couple drop kicks here, schoolboys, a lot of reversals. Um, basic, they, it was basic one-on-one wrestling. You know, you you had you know you 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 had a lot of basic, and it was okay. You know, you know what? We don't need high flying. We don't need Asain moonsaults. We don't need her Karanas. That's gonna come with time for for the ladies. But it was a good match. Um, it was very decent. You knew what was going on here. Um, what what was the purpose of the of this match? Um, you got Sloan Jacobs uh, exposure to TV. Plus, you you got you know fighting with a with you could say a veteran. Um, in 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 Hayes. You know, you also saw um Jacob Josh Briggs and Jacob Jensen come out. To support her, came down to ringside. Um, you know, it was okay. Jacob got a, a Huracarana for a near four. Um, but, you know, and, and at the end of the match, you know, you got her. They, she got a win. She, she hit the Shining Wizard and got her victory. And the first match was done. Um, I thought it was to the point. Not a little bit too. It wasn't sloppy neither for a 19-year-old who's, who's got into the ring. 
Um, and I said, once again, if you were looking for, you know, it wasn't Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair. It was, it, it was just a solid match where you could tell a 19-year-old inexperienced wrestler who's learning, who's cutting her teeth, you put her in this tournament for exposure, and she held her own. I personally want to give the match a B, a good solid B, just a good B there because she, no one got hurt, no one got botched. You entertained. It was solid. You, you know, you, you got the right person got put over on the match, and she made it. She sold it. She sold the match. She sold the the, the moves, the finishing moves. She sold the the young girl sold that she was completely injured. And what I liked about it, these ladies embraced. They they shook hands at the end of the match. Good competitiveness. They they knew that they they both um, entertained and got the pop out of the crowd too. The crowd wasn't bored either. It was a good match. You saw them engaging. Um, the chance. Um. And that's what you want. And, and as a ring, you know, you don't have to get over. You don't have to win to be put over, you know, and I'm, and, I, and we'll see what the young lady goes forward here. I'm, you know, Sloan Jacobs, you know, she she takes the loss, but we see where she goes from here um, and didn't not look sloppy. What's once one bit at all? She looked really good. And Philly and Haney moves on to the next round, you know, so we'll see how that goes there. Then. We saw another promo and backstage. You saw Antonio Escobar, you know, talking backstage with AJ Galan and got involved in his business with Tony D'Angelo and he got with the deserve. And then shortly later, you know, uh, <laughs> you see, you see Tony Escobar tell Cruz, Cruz, get the car. Uh, you know, so poor cousin Cruz goes and he gets kidnapped <laughs> in the parking lot and they drove up and they say, put him in the trunk, you know, I like the fact that they use the cinematic cameras here. They use the cinematic, you know, you know, like AJ style and Undertaker match. They they made it seem like a movie ish. Um, I like that angle. You know, remember it, and, and it was entertaining segment there. We all know that he, you know, they just gonna put him, you know. So as of right now, Cruz is in the trunk. They drove up with him. Sando uh, got his concierge, and you know they drove off. So right now, it's for right now now. We know Cruz is in trouble. He's in a trunk somewhere. And, you know, when Sandra Escobar is going to go to, to drive away, there's not going to be no one to drive him. So we'll, we'll get to that there. Uh, they move away from that there. And then we get our debut. We get our debut of Alba Fri uh, Fire comes in. Um, and, and Amari Miller. Amari Miller, who was injured uh, 60 days ago um, and had that, that neck on that bad suplex, she returns back to the ring, her first action. And, of course... You know, and the name changed from Amber Fryer, known as uh, Kaylee Ray. Um, it started off strong, you know, going for a crucifix pin, Amari Miller early, and after a series of moves, Miller's got control, you know, had a couple of headlocks, went into Fry into the corner. Um, she took two super kicks and a DDT from the ropes. Fry, um, Fry tried to get the glory bomb, but Miller countered it. Uh, she... She went back and forth with head buns Fry before getting the Swanton Bomb. She got the Swanton Bomb from the top rope for the win. Um, another match was pretty okay. Um, you know, we but kind of it was okay because we knew that Fire was going to win, and we um, we don't know if that was going to be a squash match. And for we know that it was going to be a squash match. They didn't make it. A, um, you know, you know, compared to when you see Veer Mahan go out there and he just totally squashes his opponent and it was good to see uh, Audrey Miller get some more more reps in some bumps and 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 of course all in all I give the match a, a, a 
I'll give it a B minus. I was going to say a C because we knew what would be, you know, it was going to be a squash, but I, get, I, I changed my mind to a B minus because their ladies were good despite Miller being all out of the ring, out of the injury and revamping. And they went back and forth. They had adversity. They went back and forth. It wasn't totally a squash job. You could have seen where maybe Fry loses this match, you know, but we knew he wasn't. But you get Miller gave an opportunity, sold it well that she actually had an opportunity to, to take the victory there. And it, it was a good match. It was a solid match. It was a C, you know, a, a, B, a B minus. But I wanted to give it a C. I gave it a B minus there. Um, and then, of course, they go to another promo. You know, they, they cut promos, you know, to get people out of the ring. It's a small venue just to get things around, you know, and then they show the parking lot. Well, we saw Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams. They show up in a beautiful Bentley car, you know, all in all, ready to go into the arena. Into the arena. And then you see Solo Sokoa, um, you know, seeing the guys approaching them and locks them out of the locks them out of the building. You know, a little a little mischief, a little um, commodity there. And, and they're trying to get in the ring and they're trying to get into the arena to get in. And Solo locks them out and he leaves there. And then, of course, Solo was up next on NXT. So. He was talking that, you know, up a, uh, uh, Carmelo Hayes promo spotlight. Sokoa came out to the line, and, and you could see the crowd was all over Sokoa. They really, really, he is the next star in NXT. The solo chants were going so loud in the arena. Um, and, of course, you saw Cam uh, Cameron Grimes come out. And of course, people said you got lucky. You hear the chat chants in the background from the from the WWE from the NXT crowd. You, um, you got lucky. You got lucky. And you know it, it's all showing up to that North American American title. Um, the only thing I could say the triple threat. I guess they want to throw in. I think they they like Cameron Grimes as a as a baby face as well as Sokoa Sola as a baby face. And it's hard to to like they say the unwritten rule. You can't have two baby face really fight each other unless it's a big time circumstances and one of them has to be a heel so i think that's why they have that's what they they, they they're having carmelo hayes in there and sandwiching him there in a three in a, in a triple threat and then of course solo comes in and he walks away and all of a sudden you see hayes and williams just attack the living crap out of grimes beating him up um you know two-on-one classic um heel attack and then you you know Sola doesn't know he's walking back up the ramp and he just takes a glance back and he sees them and he's thinking about it should I go in there and, and for the save and you know as a good baby face that they're trying to push him and he's trying and he's selling it by the way he's getting over he's getting over with the crowd um you could tell that he's getting over he's learning you know he got good mentor in his family you could tell that that's in his business you can see he's a natural and he goes in there to help out cleans cleans in there cleans house you know and he picks up the North American title, hands it over to, uh, you know, to um, Camille Grimes. And he just looks at it and, you know, and he grabs it away and they just stare off. And you know, that's a collision course. You know that that it's coming up, that triple threat match there coming. And you know what? This is a way where uh, you could have Solo in this matches and not give him the belt yet, but not tarnishing his record with losses. That's why Carmelo Hayes is there. You know, you can have Grimes pin Carmelo Hayes, retain the title, and push the inevitable to see them go one-on-one. -on -one. Or if you get to score Sola, could be. Either way, I think 
Carmelo Hayes plays the the sandwich here for neither guys to get tarnished because I think both guys are over. I think Cameron Grimes is just there. Um, I think he's getting there. I think he's hot. I think, you know, just he gets ready. Although this week, you know, I think what's going to hurt Grimes getting over and getting continue that momentum is the Sola um, feud here. I think they should have, they could have avoided them just a little more because I think Grimes is ready to go to that next level of where I'm almost there. Elite, you know, maybe, maybe go out, you know, uh, after this Braun Breaker, uh, you know, if he, if he does drop the U.S., um, the, the North American title, now he might want to go for the world title with, you know, and, and get over there before, you know, not long. I can see Grimes by, you know, Royal Rumble being in the main roster. Um, he gives me got a little bit of vibes of Daniel Bryant type of uh, wrestler, you know, that type of deal. And, and we'll see. We shall see there with that. And, of course, Sola. I think Sola is going to be there in NXT. I think he's going to rule NXT for a while. Um, I'm not saying he's raw, but I, there's some stuff that he needs. You know, he, he, get, he gets the it factor. Of working the crowd, um, and but I still think he needs a little development more in wrestling skills and and in ring um, finishing. Uh, other than that, you know he you know he has he gives me vibes of Rakishi, you know. Um, but I think he'll get he'll get there. He also has some looks, um, some a lot of of course relatives, they're family members, but he got a lot of similarity of, of Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, you know, certain looks, mannerisms, like whoa, this guy looks like wow. So. I know they're all relatives, they're family, they're all part of the family together there, but there's some some persona, um, charisma, and the way he conducts himself reminds me of of Dwayne Johnson as well, you know. But um, I think he's gonna be the top star there for years to come. Personally, I think he's 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 over right now. Solar is over, and I think he they got a star in the making there, and he's the only he's gonna be his detriment to his own success. He's got to put the work in, and that, and it looks like he is. Not because of my family's here. I don't have to put the work. Um, I think the kid is. I think the kid will be hungry, but he has to take it to another level. Remember, and he's gonna have high expectations, and it's up to Solo to continue that high expectation and continue to take his talents and the teaching and be teachable and learn and not be a know-it-all. I'm not saying he is. I'm just observing that happens a lot when you know you're born and bred in the business and you're learning from someone who's not in the business. And how do you take that constructive criticism positive? And I think he, I think he's got a good head on his shoulder. Okay, so we'll go for the next one. Next, we saw a promo. You know, we got Sando Escobar looking for Cruz, and he knows what happened. He's missing. He sees the car missing, so he makes some phone call. He calls Tony D'Angelo on the phone. You know, and after Lagardo was missing, D'Angelo denies it, doing anything to do with it. Um, they say they're gonna meet up next week to. Settle the score and get in the match and so forth. So, so you seen Zion Quinn was backstage. He ran into Nathan Frazier. Nathan Frazier, let me tell you something about this kid. I know he's from U uh, um, NXT UK. Came over to the states a couple weeks ago. This kid is a high flyer. He does some good moves. He reminds me when Pac came in, high flying. You know, so so um, and actually. You could tell he's going to need to come to the to the, to the to United States. Um, I think they have a baby face there. They have a really good baby face in, the, in Nathan Frazier. Now it's up to him now. Um, if he gets maybe more more strong, bigger, maybe he'll he'll turn into a. Remember they they gave they Finn Balor. Not many people remember was the first ever U Universal Champion. He got injured, but he was the first one, and he wasn't of a heavyweight or what we consider 
of McMahon's prototype of world champion universal, but they gave it to Finn and he ran with it. Do I see Frazier in that category? Maybe. Um, at best, he might be a high-level mid-card um, right now, but he's got some great moves that I have not seen in a while. Um, it looks so natural, so smooth from him. I'm excited to see him here. Um, I know he's got ways to go, um, but I want to see how he, he um, develops in NXT with the, with the different um, agents, bookers, and different um, in-ring performers that will help his career go forward. I, I can't wait to see that, you know. So we saw Wesley come in and challenge him to a rematch. So we got we, we broke that we broke that promo there. We got to commercial break, and then of course we set up the next match. It was the mixed tag match. Uh, Andre Chase and Sarai. They took a Grayson Walker and Tiffany Stratton. Now, Chase, you they have their own section. They were over. The crowd was was hot, pumping. Um, Grayson Waller, yeah, not so much. The crowd, you know, typical. Rolling Tiffany Strand, of course, she was over with the crowd. The crowd really liked her, um, of course, for obvious reasons. They were, you know, chanting and they, they liked her. But I thought the match for a mixed pack match, and we're starting to see this now, where before it, if it was the male who only wrestled the male and there was no mixed agenda, now you're seeing a little more of that. You know, we started off with, you know, with Chase and Grayson starting the match off. After a bit of back and forth with the ladies, where tags, Arias, Chase managed to take the opponent down, stomped them. In, in the in the ring before waller and tiffany went out sent, were sent outside chase called for a teachable moment of course the teachable moment where we were heading to a, you know they went to a commercial break but back at the break back at the match chase held walker down on the apron they let sarai um i, I like that move you know chase you know had him hold and sarai came with the with the baseball slide right into the face took him out that was a phenomenal move there good tag team work you know it looks like you know they were you know Look like when they're not on ring, when they're practicing, they're working with each other. They look like they worked with each other for quite some time. They look like, you know, it, 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 it looked so natural. It looked really good. They got over with me. Um, and you saw Strand, uh, you know, Strand got a splash in the corner and about to get a pin. And Brody Hanna came in and with the air horn distraction. Again, with the air horn distraction, um, for some reason, they like using that air horn. And Strand went after him. Which I gotta say, Strand hit the most awesome crossbody. I mean, no danger whatsoever for herself or for um, the 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 um, Brody to grab that he caught her in midair and landed perfect, clean. That was the most exe cleanest executed, especially over the apron apron. And you know the the arena, if you look at it on TV, it's really small, and they they executed it excellent and no 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 sign of this of any injuries or whatsoever if you execute your moves this clean and this safe you're gonna have one you're gonna have folks want to wrestle with you more often work more programs you're always gonna have a job even if you get released from nxt or the wwe you and you can always go to the indies and they're gonna see your body of work and and remember right and the wrestling business your reputation um suits you everywhere and every organization you go to, this person does the moves clean, doesn't botch it, an in-ring in performer who understands it. And if you provide those principles, this is what NXT is about, getting those fundamentals and principles down packed, you're going to be in the business and in the industry for a very long time. And if Stratton hits that and the crossbody and clean like that, 
and no one gets injured and, and, for, and folks will want to work with you and to, and you could possibly push the envelope to other different moves and you're going to have a, a competitor uh, performer say, go for it because you know what? Let's rule the crowd. I got you. I trust you. And that's what you want in this professional business. To, to, you know, wow, the ow, the wow, the it factor. And I like her moves there. And then you saw her get back up from the crossbody. She came back in and Sarai came in, got her and rolled her over and got the win. And, uh, you know, and, they, and, they, and we got a winner, Ch and, uh, Andre Chase and Sarai. They defeated Grayson Walker and Tiffany Stratton. And that was a good fight. That was a good match. You know, um, Chase U is getting over again. They keep continue getting over here. Um, you like that? I, I give it a B, a solid B. A solid, I, I could give it, I'm actually going to give it a B plus. B plus to A minus. I'm going to change that. An A minus because of that move. That was a clean move by Stratton. Um, and no botches. And that's what you want. You don't want guys, you don't want in-ring performers injured, nicked up. Because remember, you know, when they get down, they start getting a full-time schedule, going on the road, getting those bruises. You want clean matches. You don't want to be always with a, and they a, a bummy shoulder or, or uh, a bruises because, you know, and because you, your, your performer, your match, who you, you know, a lot of times you feud with people from almost three months with the, you, you know, you do different, you do almost the same program in different cities. So if you've got partners that you can work with and feud well and moves are clean like that, you're going to be, you, your part, your, your opponents, and that's how you, and you, you're going to appreciate it. And if you're not injured and not causing any hurt, that's going to go a long way. So I, that's why I'm going to go with an A minus. That's my reason why I'm going to give that match an A minus overall. So far tonight, a lot of good matches. I, I, I don't understand the narrative of folks that I listen to other podcasts. They poo-poo so much NXT. Um, spring breaking was very good. This one was also was you know so far was a pretty good card. Um, as we continue going forward, um, we next we got. We saw another promo backstage with Mandy Rose, Toxic Attraction, making fun of Indy Hartwell, calling her a loser. You know, we know what happened. You know, her former tag team, uh, her former um, vignette or, or romance interest or whatever the case is called was released as well as, uh, you know, so they made fun out of her and looks like that's going to be Mandy's going to set up Mandy Rose's next feud. And that's what it was. They, they made it. They made it fine. You know, you know, Toxic Attraction. Um, Indy and, and Mandy and Indy that looks like that's going down the road. You know, you give, you got to leave Roxanne Perez out. She just got in the company. You don't want to bury her with a couple losses against the champion. You're not going to, you're not going to put her the, the, the strap right now. So excuse me. What you do is you bring another, you have Indy come in there, let Roxanne do her thing. Let Perez do her own thing. And, you know, maybe down the road, cause we'll see there, you know, it's too soon and she needs more seasoning and you got Indy there. So you could use her utilize her and i think that's what's going to happen there i think they're going to set up mandy rose and indy hartwell there so we have the second match the second leg of the women's breakout tournament the kid alliance version andrea grace andrea grace were former jiu-jitsu artist um of course we own the kid alliance who is right now the over lady the, the number one I, I think the number one lady in nxt um who's over right now the crowd just roars for her um a natural talent I could do without all that kickboxing, kicking, and all the punching and all that. Uh, I, that's NXT. Um, you know, I, I, I you know, I kind of could do without it. But she's over right now. She's got ability. She's got the height. You know, um, she she could do some moves. She does some wrestling moves there. But both ladies, you know, Andrea Grace also 
Really good move. And, you know, and just to, just for a fun fact, Andrea Grace is the daughter of WWE veteran Santino Marella. So that's Santino Marella's daughter. So it's good to see, man. I remember when Santino Marella started in the WWE. And, wow, seeing his daughter wrestled um, last night. Wow, time is flying. And she did a good job. She's, you know, you could tell she likes the business. You could tell she is going to be in the business for quite some time. You could tell that she she's got it also. And I know, and it, and it shows that she needs more time here. That's what that's what NXT is for. Once again, and now she's in the right place there. So we started off, you know, the mat the, the match started off strong. You know, Nikita Line took her down in some arm bars, um, you know, and then she went for a corner, got got a big slam. Gracie tried to get an arm lock there, uh, an Anaconda vice, and Lions broke it out of it. You know, you saw, you know, they say she's a jiu-jitsu, martial artist, martial artist. Um, background with you know with a little MMA and you saw a little bit of that there. It, it was a little bit there. You know, you Gracie took a big splash in the corner, a boot to the face. It was really really smooth. Sold it well. She sold the moves awesome there too, and took a massive and, and what a German suplex that she she was on the other end of, and Lions executed it. Lions followed you know, and what I love the finish. I love the finish. Like okay, this girl is giving me trouble. I didn't expect it. I thought I was going to cruise here. And Lakina Lyons says, I'm going to turn on the, the heat. And she did that, you know, followed up with a spinning super kick, you know, going for uh, And then she went for, the course, her signature split, her, her split leg splash, and she got the victory. Um, no one's over right now. I personally think the women's breakout, I think it's going to be Nikita Lyons is going to win this whole tournament. I think she's ready. I think she's ready there for to get the strap. I think she's going to be, you know, down the road for SummerSlam out in the stadium. You know, if if they com- incorporate NXT with SummerSlam, which they should personally, I I think since it's a stadium show, um, you don't want to put NXT in a small venue, um, you know, like they did in WrestleMania with Stand and Deliver. I think they should somehow incorporate it into SummerSlam. Um, you don't have to put all your matches for NXT. You could put some the main. Once I think you cooperated with the main roster with the stadium shows, you're gonna have so many people, so many eyeballs there. So it's remember, SummerSlam is an outdoor show. I think that's when, and then you could introduce the WWE Universe to a Nikita Lions and taking it from Mandy. And of course, Mandy Rose, everyone know, knows the name. You bring her in, you know, everyone knows who she is. You have her loot, drop the belt to Nikita Lions, your new star. And people are like, oh, I remember her in, in SummerSlam. She took the title from Mandy Rose. And now when she comes in the main roster, maybe Summer, you know, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, whatever the case is, when you got all ready for her to come onto the main roster, she's known. She's remembered. That's, you know, I, of course, I think that's a way to do it. I think that's the way you introduce her to the WWE Universe. Um, we'll see if they do that. We'll see if they if they bring that up and, and go forward with that. All in all, I think that match was that. I'm, and I'm giving I'm being either I'm being very generous or i'm seeing something different from other people i'm seeing i thought that match was a, a, a good b a good a an a a solid a uh, the reason the a all in all no botch moves um you could tell that the, the business is in in the blood uh, of grace uh Adriana grace you could tell that she's a morella she could tell she's been she knows the business she she heard enough stories maybe from a dad she knows and we know that she needs more time we know that that's why she's there. She's not going to come here and, you know, main roster situation. We know that she's there for a reason. And all in all, I, I thought that was the name of uh, A. You, the crowd got who they wanted over. 
with Nikita Lyons. Nikita Lyons entertained the crowd. She took a little bit of adversity. It wasn't a fake cakewalk either. Um, you know, she she was also put in some arm bar situation, suplex. You know, and there was a lot of different things here, a lot of good things here. And Nikita fought a little heat, and it wasn't totally a push, a walk in the park. It was a believable. There was this, this was a competitive match, and you give it. That's why I give it an A uh, on my on my scorecard. I liked it, of course. And we'll set up. We're almost ending to the program. Well, we also got the Viking Raiders were backstage. Said that they never de- they were never defeated in NXT, and they were referring to their match with with the Diamond Mine. And of course, I mentioned that earlier. Um, you know, you know, no one, you know, a Diamond Mine mentioned that the. The brothers, they mentioned it earlier, and we'll see next week. They're, they're really hyping this matchup. They're really hyping it. Um, could the Creed brothers actually beat the Viking Raiders next week? It is WWE. Uh, uh, and, and, of course, the Bookers, we, it could be possible. Yeah, I think the Creed brothers got something, but they're missing. I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe this program with the Viking Raiders will help them. get like Maybe get them under the wing, earn their respect type of deal. Maybe that's it, or maybe the diamond mines are gonna break. You know, maybe you know, maybe we'll see a split here, a heel turn, um, a division in there. Of course, all night long we kept seeing the boot camp, um, back and forth, back and forth with the lady, um, part of the their stable. Um, I didn't even talk about it because personally it was just filler. I thought it was filler, you know, with the boot camp or who could survive. Um, uh, I'm not even gonna go there with that. That one I could do. I could do. That's the only negative I could say about NXT was I could do without that. You know, we know you're strong. We know that you're part of the Diamond Club. You're trying to get more members or get more elite. But I, I was okay. I I could do. I could really, I could really care less about that. So we come to the main event of the night. Now the main event of the night was Cora Jade versus Natalia. Uh, Cora Jade was. They played an angle that Natalia was her idol last week and Natalia or oh, two weeks before and beat her up and, and heartbroken now that her idol has turned out to be not what she thought she was. And now, you know, they're going to get the match going. I thought the match um, started off a little slow personally, um, but I thought all in all, perfect time for Cora Jade to work with a veteran. And that's what Natalia brings. She's a veteran wrestler who's going to help bring along this talent, um, get the bumps, show her some, uh, um, take some new moves, also help her sell certain moves, um, get her season here. I think um, they're keeping an eye on Cora Jade for uh, uh, probably, if, you know, going far here in NXT. I don't think she'll win the world's title. Maybe she might just, they might just elevate her straight to the ro- main roster. I think that Nikita Lyons is the one that's going to hold the belt for a while. So it, it doesn't fit the timeline, although, although you, who knows what could happen there um, with it. Um, personally, I saw a lot of matches. I saw a lot of back and forth, a lot of good wrestling techniques, some roll ups, some, you know, um, in and out. You know, Jade makes some counter moves. You know, Jade played the ropes well. Now, I don't know. I didn't. I was looking for reports to see, but it looked like Jade might have hurt a knee on one of the. On um, Natalia had a snap suplex, and her knee hit the the rope. And you know the ropes are 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 not forgiving. They're made out of steel, you know, entwined there. And she looked like she was hurt because I know she mentioned something to the ref. You see them talking to the ref, and about less than three minutes, the match came to a conclusion. 
I don't know if she might have got injured. You know, I don't know what it was, but all in all, the match was good. You saw, you know, Jade try to put Natalia in a sharpshooter, and they play the angle that her knee didn't hold up. Now, she buckled. She tried to go off the top ropes and couldn't. And all in all, you saw Natalia um, put uh, Jade in a, in a sharpshooter to the point that the pain was so overbearing that she passed out. Now, it wasn't a Stone Cold Steve Austin signature moment because in, remember, if you recall, Stone Cold Steve Austin um, passed out because he had a loss of blood. He had so much blood loss that it caused him to, to um, pass out from the sharpshooter. This was here that I guess they played it at her pain. Her pain just caused her to tap out, although, you know, I, thought, I think she really got injured. I think there was something tweaked there, and all in all, it was a good match. Uh, and uh, both ladies... That's what you want. You want these NXT these NXT wrestlers who needs a little bit more of, of a veteran. And it's good to have some of the main Raw roster members come up and work with these NXT folks to help them, the young men or ladies, to help them season and get them ready. You know, you saw that with Ziggler. I think Ziggler personally helped a lot and Rude a lot with Breaker. And, I, and you saw that back and forth. And I hope they continue doing that. I hope they continue bringing some of more of these talents up here and helping these kids um, get them ready, get them ready, get them seasoned, help them get the bumps and, and the in-ring experience that they need, that they require. It'll be interesting, my opinion on that, though. All in all, I'm going to give this match a B. Uh, I'm going to give it a B, you know, um, because of the injury. Um, I don't know if it was uh, – but it sold it. If it wasn't a real injury, they sold it to me. Um, but – it, it, the one thing I like at the end, you saw Natalia extend the hand out, shake her after she beat her up last week, you know, a couple weeks ago, shake her and gave her a hug because that I think that must meant to be off camera because remember this match did go over eight minutes of its normal local time. Usually NXT finishes right on the on the dot. They actually were allowed extra TV time, you know, remaining time. They bought I guess the extra nine minutes that they went past the the hour and. They, I think the hug was supposed to be mean for off camera, but you know what? It still looked good. It still looked really genuine, and that was a sign of respect. Maybe you know they did they they did a great match, and I think that's what it was. It was Natalia embracing Cora Jade because it was a good match. You did a really good job. Um, you you sold it. We we entertained this crowd. We closed the house really strong, um, and not for nothing. That's what you want from a main event. We all knew Cora Jade. Natalia was probably was gonna win this match, but it was so well done. You know, I I think it got the results we wanted. I think you know you close the night off what a main event should. You know, and of course I like I of course personally I enjoy that embrace. Um, and that's what you want. You show that level of respect, and I think let's see if hopefully Cora Jade isn't injured, and she's not, if she's not injured, let's see what it does now going forward with her matches. How cleaner, how crisp, and how good ring work that she's going to have going forward is going to tell you also bringing these women up remember smackdown is going to need more competitors now smackdown the ladies division is going to require more wrestling more female wrestling they got Ren renee renee rodriguez now or gonzalez whatever she wants to be called you know in 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 she was elevated up in smackdown now charlotte flair is out for the summer possibly maybe into SummerSlam. um um Survivor Series, in my opinion, because she's getting married. She wasn't released. She wasn't injured. She's getting married to Andrade. She's going to ask, request time off. Of course, when you get married and all that good stuff, then time away. 
and and also you want her to get refueled, re-energized, and, and revigorated. So you still need now you need that lady. You need more lady rosters. Rousey's the world champion on SmackDown. I'm not saying none of these NXT ladies are ready to come up and win the title, but you need wrestlers to fill in here, storylines to develop the lady, the next female phenom, the next female um star, either heel or face in, in SmackDown. And they and one thing I love about NXT, they have a plenty of roster of great or good women who could come out and fill that role to to compete wrestle and if Cora Jade is putting on these good matches and learning from Natalia of course and she's going to be a scout there pretty much telling you you know I worked with Cora Jade he's ready he works really good we could bring him up to the main roster we could do that and who knows you know who knows I won't be surprised you know they won't even forget about belts and stuff bring her up to the main roster go up there you know, and wrestle, we shall see with that there. But all in all, the, the night, I thought this was for being a non-event, non-pay-per-view, non-major event, um, NXT delivered, you know, and I'm going to be totally transparent. Um, you about a couple, make could say even stick three, four weeks ago. I wasn't a big fan of NXT. Um, I, you know, and I said, you know what? Let me give the NXT a chance. When they did the rebranding, I watched Stand and Delivered. Oh, I was entertained, you know. I started watching it more, and I had that open mind. I had a, 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 a I guess, a heart-to-heart on -heart a, a and I said, you know what? And I came to it, and I, and I came, and I started thinking about it. And I said, you know what? It's, this is a venomental league. This is where they're going to learn. And I put myself in their shoes. You know what? What if I was told go to this performance center to learn this craft, and we're gonna, and and I and I. That's why I have a three, a whole one eighty, on. NXT and I and I kind of enjoy it. It was very and I, and every week, you know, like I said, every week I've been enjoying it from all the way from stand and deliver to now. I, I think everything so far. I don't know what happened prior to that. To be honest, so I'm gonna be totally transparent. I'm covering it, you know, just like you know, like the way we're getting introduced to these new wrestlers. You're getting introduced to me, and I'm being introduced to this to the NXT world. Now, when it comes to Raw, AEW, you know, I could tell you, you know, I can go back encyclopedia type of stuff. But when it comes to NXT, I'm learning it as well as we go along as well um, with this journey. And that's why I'm the Heel of the Ring, the BX Jedi Edition. Normally, I have my partners with me, um, Heel, NK, Alex Coquito, Adam, um, the Duffman, you know, and, and so forth. We're having different people to invite us. So uh, I decided I'm going to do NXT solo for now because, they, they, like I said, they don't have the open mind to come and want to watch NXT. And I don't blame them. So much wrestling to watch. I said, you know what? I'm going to be the one to cover NXT. And, and I got involved with it, and I'm enjoying the ride. So hopefully Wednesdays, um, early mid early afternoons, you're going to see me breaking down NXT. Hopefully, you know, if there's no Yankee game or so forth, um, I will be – or I'll do the podcast. Just follow us. We are available everywhere that you catch your, po your um, audio platform. If it's not Amazon Music, uh, iHeartRadio, Speaker FM, um, Anchor FM. Speaker, Google, Apple, uh, Reason, you name it, we are there. Just put BX Sports Jedi Network and the different programs. You're going to find Heel of the Ring podcast, and we'll have the breakdown. The description will be in the, in, in the audio platform or the videos. If you're watching this video, please hit those likes. We really appreciate it. We're growing in the wrestling business. Um, we're growing with the wrestling podcast. Rome isn't built in one day, but we're going to be there. We're going to get to the top. 
You know, we're, we're not, you know, we're probably in our own NXT world of wrestling podcasts, but we'll get there. We'll get to the main roster. We'll be one of the top wrestling programs, you know, and, and we'll come, we'll be like Cody Rose with a dream, getting, going for the world, being the number one spot. So we'll see you there. We'll thank you guys. Join us on the, on the journey and we appreciate you guys. Hit those likes, please share. And we hope that we were entertaining uh, myself. I hope my partners are entertaining as well. And if, please, please if, write us, give us some comments here in the videos or anywhere in the, in the platform, you know, um, in the video description. I always put out where you can find us, where you can locate us um, for feedback. And what can we do to improve to get the program to a great level of excellence? And we cannot do it without your support, your help, and we appreciate it. So, guys, this is the NXT report for the May 10th edition of nxt 2.0 the women's tournament and we'll see you next week you know next week we we're we're teased another first round you know lace lassie we'll see if she'll be in the ring um we'll see all the different matches you know uh we're, we're gonna see a lot of good matches guys and we'll be here to breaking it down tomorrow night um we will be on with the N with the aw dynamite report um we'll have the guys ready to go ready to breakdown in it and uh, dynamite it's going to be from new york from the usb uba arena from long island so we can't wait to see mjf and break that down so that's a little teaser guys but for me the expert jedi kev thank you so much for joining us and of course guys always 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 may the sports be with you and may the wrestling be with you we'll see you next time here on a NXT report on the heel of the ring.